Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Irving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. the one true king of the South, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. Black Harlow, a.k.a. M. Duncan, a.k.a. him over there, a.k.a. Um, Mamba Mentality, a.k.a. Minding my Cincinnati ass business. Stop. And on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, aka that favorite little shit soccer, aka that ball headed badass, aka Mrs. In the House, aka Mrs. House Hunter, aka that little baby who's doing all right. Robin, how are you? Um, Focused, I think. You know what? That's a really good way to put that because I, that's kind of the headspace I've been in. Um, breathing and being is sometimes you have to just admit to yourself, to your ancestors, to your God, whoever that you answer to, that you got off track and and and, and asked and asked to get back on it. And I think the last several months was me asking for. Forgiveness for getting off track mm-hmm. and guidance to get back on it. Um, that takes maturity. They they say they say don't you know what I'm saying? If you if you ask to eat, don't complain when you got a full plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really, just like understanding energy, understanding like I have only so much energy to give certain shit because I have to be able to to align my energy with what I actually needs it. Look what at actually, you being chakra calm. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> don't don't ruin my moment with your. Fu- <laughs> anyway, oh don't don't ruin the truth with jokes. <laughs> you know that's my job. Anyway, um, but literally just you know what I'm saying really trying to you we have some we have some things that personally that we want to accomplish. We I'm gonna say it on Waxford County Pility purposes. We've been bullshitting because we have things we're supposed to get accomplished. As as an entity, but got got knocked off track because of because of everything because of life, you know what I mean. So verse verse certain, you know I'm I'm starting back school next week. You know what I'm saying. You congratulations. You know what I'm saying. We we verse certain things that we got to we got to get done that we have to be focused on and and, and really have that laser like focus so you can't necessarily give everything the same level of attention and energy that you would in in in, in if you were in another mental space. So that's where I'm at. I'm focused. What about you? Um, I thought that I was going to be extremely like hush hush about this, but I um actually I I decided literally just now to share kind of the new adventure or new goal that I'm embarking upon. Um, your girl has actually decided to become a homeowner because I um in the current apartment it's been cool. If you've been to Chateau O. <laughs> you have come to appreciate the charm and the peace that my apartment has brought. Just not only just me, but anybody who really crosses the threshold. You feel what I feel in this That was actually the goal. Um, but I think that over time you outgrow it. I, and I, at this point, I can't reinvent this wheel anymore. It's time for me to grow into a wheel and uh, elevate to a new responsibility and just kind of solidify myself 
as who I want to be. And mm-hmm. honestly, um, I was scared to talk about it because it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where I felt like, oh, well, nobody can ruin this goal for me if they don't know about it. But at the same time, there are a lot of our peers and a lot of maybe some of our listeners that have never walked through this process. I lived like my parents bought my childhood home when I was 11. So I knew about some of the stresses that they did, but I was also a kid, so very much so in a child's place. I've never walked through this type of process, not like this. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. there was another situation. I was actually in a position of buy my childhood home. I got pre-approved for certain things. And then when it came time to sign the dotted line, other opportunities presented itself. And my dad chose to go in a different route. But this is something, It's this is a new process for me because this is me on my own property I'm not familiar with. I don't know the bones of that house. You know what I mean? And it's just exploring and exploring a different avenue of what, what I can do. It's one of those things where I got to show myself what I can do. And I know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm open to. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And um, I'm, I'm actually working with uh, Taylor Ross. So shout out to her. Um, and she's helping me. We got a, we got a couple. We got a couple people we, we could tap in with. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is a blessing. Like, yeah, it's a, so it's a blessing can, to have that space. Yeah. You know I mean? And the fact that I can actually see myself accomplishing this goal and with the help of some of my friends and using my network to elevate and move on to the next step of my life is, is actually I take a lot of comfort in that. So I'm looking forward to, I'm actually not looking forward to some of this because everything just feels very green to me, honestly, but I am looking forward to um, being stretched in a different way. So, it's, it's, it's a chat. I think things are going to be challenging, but like right. sometimes you have to, you have to look forward to the challenges. Um, you don't, you don't grow in your comfort zone. It's comfort. You're not supposed to, Move, stretch, shape, it's comfort. Supposed to be, but you don't, that's not how you grow. Like, in order for us to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to work out, you got to work out. If they say if you're not feeling nothing, you're not doing it right, right? So it's like, same shit apply to like life. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, if you don't feel stressed out, if you don't feel like, not stressed out, but if you don't feel like, I don't know, can I do it? Like, if you're not, yeah. if if, if, If you're not a level of like anxious about, the next steps that you're taking, you you may not be taking big enough steps. And it's one of those things where in in therapy, I have learned how to really truly bet on myself. And every time my therapist says, name a time where you bet on yourself where it didn't work out. And to be honest with you, there's not been a single moment in my life where Alex, I put all the chips on my own table and I didn't come out doubled up. So it's it's really just that's where I am in my life right now. And I'm truly, I'm honestly just excited to see myself grow, like truly just grow, go the fuck off sis. And I've got peers around me that I've shared this with um, privately and they were just been like, Hey, I'm proud of you, whatever you need, whatever advice I can give, whatever direction you're, you're headed in, I'm here to help with that. So that I shout out to y'all for rough road. Cause I am, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm a little scared because home ownership is. I can't call a landlord for a leaky faucet or something. You are like the landlord. I am the landlord. And this is a huge step. And, and to bring it full circle, Tito's 12th birthday is tomorrow. And for him to watch his mom, a single mom, not, and I hate to call myself a single mom, but him in the, in, as me, an individual, accomplish something that he's seen only happen in. Actually, yeah, he's never seen this happen for him. He's, he's never been a part of it. So just, 
I want to continue to always be an inner, a, a motivator for the child. I always want kiddo to look back and be like, no, nah, my mom did that shit I can't do. Or my mom survived this. Or my mom would do that so I would know better. And I think that after just talking with my kid and spending some real, not having, like, the conversations get different the older that you get. If you think about the conversations you were having with your parents, you know, your mom or your dad or your, your parental figures in your life when you were 12 or 11. And the conversations you have now, you can hear the you can hear the things like new levels and new devils that you go through. And this is his last year of like little kid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 13 is huge. You're a teenager. The, the, the chips stack a little different. So I got to make sure that my chips are stacked up in alignment in order to support the way his may or may not fall. So, and so honestly, I'm at the point in my life where I'm getting a lot of my own bullshit out the way so that when my son is ready to start making his grown ass nigga shit decisions i'm prepared to handle yeah for sure um absolutely uh one thing that i will say is i wish you the best um thank you, thank you friend that housewarming party gonna be nuts <laughs> if you've ever had a, if like i say this all the time you ain't been to a party until you've been to a party with alex you never kicked it unless you've kicked it with me i'll, I'll and i'll and again like it's is there's there's a level of motivation where it's like when the people around you are 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 achieving things or working on things doing doing the shit they want to do it, it, if you a good if you a solid person that makes you want to do you know what I'm saying like hold on y'all not about to be out here and I'm not out here doing my shit so I so I, so I applaud you I wish you the best um I have a feeling you know I have a feeling that like. For all the people that are around us, like we, there's there's a lot of things that I'm hearing, that I'm seeing, that you know what I'm saying. We may have it may just be a celebration in total, just of just of everything. And you don't, and I'm not the type of person to you know celebrate before you win. So I'm gonna so keep everything real, real, real player. But you know, you sometimes you 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 see the finish line, you see you see you see the next goal, you see the next step, and you 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 you, you just gotta finish that race and get there. So, and, and that's another part of me. Um, I'm, I decided to share this journey because I've shared everything else. <laughs> and honestly, this is scary as fuck for me. And it's scary because it's, it's, a, it's a big girl step. I'm not inheriting a house. You know what I'm saying? That everybody feels, you know, because I'm not going to lie. My brother actually bought our childhood home. So everybody does feel like involved in that so of course there's a lot of assistance and support because it's got sentimental value the house that i'm buying for myself and my child is not so this is truly on me and it's a different it's a different ball game so i'm excited we're gonna see where this takes me we're gonna we're gonna see where this takes for sure for sure let's get to chopping this fable though all you know right what I'm saying? let's get to play this week in rice and we're gonna um, see how it go so buy your bitch some flowers bro and you're not you're not talking to me specifically. No, no, no. Okay. No, so hold no, on, hold that on, was wait not a minute. an attack. That was not an attack. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, That's whoa. That's not an attack. That's okay. Not an attack. All right. I'm my bad. I leaped out for a minute. I'm gonna come you back. did. Come you back. leaped. You leaped. I was like, but hold on. I say this because of this, right? Aside from the fact that it's exactly what the fuck she wants, but it's a deeper issue about why and, and gender neutral, right? Because bitches do this too. I think women are the worst gift I've seen. But I'm gonna let you finish because I don't want to interrupt your moment. But <laughs> just, just know I agree. You agree, but my thing about it is this, and we've we've touched on this before. When I like you, paying attention to you is second nature. 
when I like you, paying attention to you is an investment. I want to know what makes your TikTok. I want to know what I want to know. I want to know what makes you happy, what makes you smile, what makes you satisfied, what pisses you off, what annoys you, what pleases you. I want to know the things that you like because doing nice things for the partner that I'm with, the person I'm having raw sex with, should come sex like it should come secondary. You I, let that you let that man nut in you raw, and you don't, but you don't feel comfortable enough to figure out what he likes to give him a gift. Shit's backwards as hell. And I and I don't understand because when I like a nigga, I become a wholesome, a sugar mama. Like you want to a a uh, tricking ass bitch. What uh, you want, daddy? What you uh, want, mama to do? Me. And, and 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 the crazy thing is, and because I, I saw the initial tweet, do marry or whatever, right? Yeah. Do you know how rare it is for your woman to tell you exactly what she wants? I mean, I, I can combat that because I tell my but, but, exactly. But, but, but like, do you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as like. I tell you the size and the color too. But it is. Speaking of which, let me go send my nigga some shit right now that I want. Go ahead. But like, it is. It's very rare. For some, for and especially, it's very especially like, I think we have this. Flowers is like I don't know why flowers is such a triggering topic, right? Because they can be cheap dollars. They can be cheap or they can be expensive, depending on how you want to play it. But like, if your shorty tells you, "Hey, this particular particular thing makes me happy," and it's within your budget. I don't understand why you just don't go for it unless you don't really like her. And if that's the case, you can leave. Like that, like it's very rare that me and Allie like see eye to eye on something like this. And I can't find a way to defend the fact that you don't want to get your bitch some flowers. Some flowers, nigga. Some flowers, bro. We're not talking like it's not like she said she want a Birkin, nigga. It's flowers, baby. And what's flowers. Gonna, We're talking about flowers. On the flip side of that, right? On the flip side, right? If I tell my man, if my I, I put it on Twitter because I was just like, all right, what is a nigga equivalent to? I bought my nigga some flowers, right? Because honestly, flowers. I love flowers. I all right. Let me story time with that. Because I did some real ungrateful shit. <laughs> and it was unintentional, but I didn't realize that I was doing it in the moment until my my man literally checked. Yeah, listen, the accountability conversations my nigga be having with me, you be ready, like you would want to buy him some shit. But <laughs> be like, look at you go. Look at you. Shout out you. to you. Getting our bitch together. Love you. <laughs> right? So what my man said was because it was literally on my lunch break, what was it last week? something mm-hmm. like that i was at lunch and i was on facetime with him and i was just like i was i was literally scrolling online while we were talking and i said i do need to get some flowers for my house it's been a minute and he's like it's been a minute since i bought you flowers i said well yeah it has but i was trying to pinch he was like but you did just so you have noticed that it's a while and received flowers he said you should never have to ask i said well i wasn't asking I I was being a brat. And little did I know that instead of buying me flowers, he had literally went to, he had ordered me a couple pieces of jewelry that I had to buy. 
and I, I, I didn't know that at the same time that I was asking for flowers that the package for me had come. I had to apologize. It so 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 what so like what you what you told me when you told me something where it was like you don't necessarily get credit for for planning something I don't know about yet. Thank you. Which was literally the point I was trying to make, but if I'd have made that point in the moment and it came across hungry. It it cause it cause, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like there's a fine line because like yeah, so it's like as as a person who's planning the shit, and it's like it's almost like come, come nigga, come on, like if like um, you don't want to, you don't want to ever get to that whole thing. But like nigga, if you knew what I was actually trying to do, nigga, you wouldn't be tripping over the fact you ain't seen no flowers in in, in however long, or you ain't see also, whatever. And, but and not to be funny, there's been a couple different little emergencies and here and there's that have come up for me, and my man has literally been like, "Don't worry about it, I got it. Don't worry about it, I got it. Don't worry about it, I got it." And it, and then for me to open up my mouth and be like, well, shit, where are my flowers, though, was a little bratty. It was a little bratty. But also, on the flip side of that, it's also showing up in your partner's love language. Because, say, if you were, if he was always bringing me roses and flowers, roses and flowers, but if I'm allergic to flowers, it's not going to reach. You know what I'm saying? I'm, if, if that's, and that's what some, and that's what a lot of, a lot of people struggle with, especially because uh, I see this a lot from women where it's like, I did this for him. I did that for him. I did this, that, and that. I don't know why the fuck he want to leap. Well, A, was that what he wanted? Like, yes, you did all of that for him, and I'm not throwing shade on you. Like, shout out to you. Two snaps for you. It's like, it's like. But did you, but the same people who don't know what to get their nigga, so they get him whatever they think, and they do these things, like, but. You didn't ever really check to see if that's what he wanted. He wanted if that's what love looked like to him. You and may be right. And then on the flip side of that, like for instance, I have an obsession with lingerie. I am ordering. Rihanna gets my money every time she sends a text. I'm like, oh, it must be time. To order. It must be she getting ready to take that little fee. It's getting ready to be time to order, right? And I typically order the moment she takes a credit from. Actually, I wait a month or two so that, like, I, I get enough credits that I ain't got to pay for shit and I actually get something I want. And then whatever I was looking at two months ago is now on sale. That's Work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not harder. You already got my money and I can go get what I want. Boom. Right? Um, I dated a guy at the time when I first signed up for my subscription. I dated a man who honestly didn't care less about lingerie. Could care less. Did not... Did not appreciate that shit at all. Now, mind you, I signed up for the for Savage Fancy membership in 2019. So that's clearly eight boyfriends. But we talk about redacted and 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 so and so and bleep 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 bleep. Michelina, snapback, Kofi. A bitch has had a couple different, right? <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying a girl has had a couple different. A couple different boyfriends since then, you know what I mean? And but also, maybe he just wants the coochie. Big T-shirt, Bond and coochie work for him. He didn't need the lace on the ass. I, the I, lace on the ass just made me feel. I know a couple of niggas like that too, because I know a couple. I know a couple people. You know what I'm saying? They're like, if they don't mean it to be like rude or to be dismissive, 
and it's just like and they may appreciate like they may appreciate uh you know your 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 uh your effort but it's like you don't need to do that for me you know what i mean like hey i like you like however you come you know what i mean so again it's really about in that situation it's about also in just understanding what your partner is looking for and what they appreciate and i agree with that um I think that when it comes to the buy your bitch some flowers conversation, it's true. You could be doing a lot of shit for your woman, right? Obviously, my man does a lot, right? He does. And he does it with a smile on his face and with glee in his voice and everything. Literally, when I tell you this man loves to provide, it is, he loves to, it's, he loves it. If, if I, I tell, I have a job because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> Like, I should be working. I'm not married. And there are not certain guarantees put in place because I'm not married. And we'll get touch on that because there was ignorant shit I saw on the timeline. And I definitely want to address it because my nigga, in the 21st century, a woman who does not work and is not financially being taken care of by a man with certain guarantees that marriage provides is stupid. I, it is does not behoove you as a woman in this generation to just take a nigga's word. Because the moment that that nigga changes his mind, he changes his pocket and his heart increases. And the next thing you know, you on your motherfucking ass. If you are a housewife, make sure that shit isn't right. Like, and that's, so you said that way nicer than I say it. So maybe they'll listen <laughs> to you a little bit. Because my whole thing is like, you know what I mean? Like, listen, like, it's literally like, hey, Whatever works in your relationship works in your relationship. You know what I mean? Right. And who am I? And who am I to say, oh, bitch, you a dumbass. Or, oh, bitch, that ain't shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, allowing a nigga to take care of you. I'm a very well-kept bitch with no shame. I'm a mother. No drama. You know what I'm saying? I have no shame in my game when it comes to that area of my life at all. However. There are certain things in my life that I need guarantees. I need to know where my money coming and going. And I have a man in my life who I think really likes me, really cares about me, and is truly invested in the well-being of me in a very well-rounded and holistic way. But history has showed me that a nigga will change his motherfucking mind. And, and, and guess what? Like, He's allowed to, just like you're yeah. allowed to. You know, yeah. so so and so. I need not... to make sure that when that nigga decides to do so, I'm not on my ass. Because we, we talked about it in that video where Shorty was like, she Shorty expected the nigga, who, the nigga who broke up with her to still finance her lifestyle because which she, that's what, with them like out your goddamn mind. But you know what I'm saying? So it's literally like you expect that nigga to finance your lifestyle while you until you ride the next dick into the sunset. Listen, even. Even even jobs don't give you that type of severance package. Baby, let me tell you something. Every job I've ever got had gave me a severance package that was literally just enough to keep it to the next. Now, if he knew that he was taking care of everything for you, the nice thing to do is to give you at least 30, 30, 30, 30 or 60 days worth of okay to make sure that you are all right. Take care of things for the next 30 days until you can transition out of that. But as a smart bitch, Knowing good and damn well that that nigga ain't guaranteed or locked down or accountable for shit outside of a marital situation, 
we complain a lot about marriage and like what it means to people, but we really do fail to realize that there is a marriage provides a lot of guarantee. That little piece of paper is not just a little piece of paper. It's an it's a contract. You are contractually obligated to take care of yourself. Why like, you know what I'm saying? Like is, the the difference between breaking up with somebody and getting a divorce from somebody? Yeah, very maybe, different. I'm gonna be a bit in my next marriage. I'm gonna be a bitch who needs free, and not because I'm saying I'm gonna be sitting on a hundred million thousand dollars, but because I'm gonna have some fixed assets into my name as I do now that are gonna need to be protected under my name and my name alone. Period. Yeah, you know I mean, so so just um, like I'm I said, I'm gonna be a bitch out here who had to declare bankruptcy twice. Leave me alone. Beyond, but yeah, at the end of the day, like. T- Take care of yourself. Watch out for yourself. It, it sounds selfish, but watch out for yourself. Make sure that you are good in any and all situations. Like, whatever you are. I didn't have to declare bankruptcy at all. But I know a couple of y'all that did. And ain't no wrong in that. Twice is a good so I'm just saying. Madam. Uh-huh. <laughs> Madam, relax. Anyway. Um, but oh, just. Wait. Y- wait, wait, wait. Pause. What? I remember what? I told you that I tweeted, like, okay, niggas. What is your send her flowers equipment, right? Just because mm-hmm. I want to get some of the responses that I got were just basically food, chicken wings, keep a backwood roll. Some of y'all said why I sell back. The, the replies got a little. They did. They did. I got a pack of white teas, backwoods, and a bottle. So you niggas are whores. Got it. Or you're not. Or it doesn't take much to please you. Her. That's that's what it is. See, see, and it's it's. Part of it is it's expectation management, right? The bar is in hell for a lot of you women. The bar is in hell. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, niggas aren't used to getting shit. We're told happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? So niggas aren't used to really getting shit that, like, shows that you actually give a fuck about me and not just what I do for you. So when someone actually shows that, yeah, like... It's it's the equivalent of you remember the first time you fucked a nigga in his house and not his mama house? Yeah, but all right, Calvin. Never mind, because I wasn't ready for my business. Or or the first time where where you was like, remember your first elevation, whatever that meant. Whatever. Like I think that with every and this comes with maturity and having some OGs around you, but as a woman. If you're not also teaching your young girls around you that like with every dick you fuck, it needs to be a better dick than you fucked from the last. Like like every job you leave needs to be better than the last job. Every dick you ride needs to be better than the last dick you grow. Because baby, we're not moving backwards when it comes to these niggas. Every nigga, and this is weird, not even weird for me to say, but every all of my boyfriends have been richer than the last boyfriend I've ever had. Every every boyfriend I've had has been had a longer dick than the last boyfriend I've had. Every situation that I had left has been better. Even friends. Every friend I've ever broken up with has gotten replaced with a different and better friendship. So God will literally take something from you and replace it with better. Can I get an amen? But I just honestly, like, there is some there is some truth to believing that the moment I let go of what I think I have, I actually claim what I actually deserve. And in this season of my life, I had to accept those Because I think me and you, we touch on them a lot. Letting go is hard. Faith is even harder. But that reward, that comeback, that circle back, that full circle, satis- the satisfaction of having a full circle moment is 
incomprehensibly. It's just, it's satisfied. It satisfies you in a soul, in a soulful way. It makes you honestly feel like that bitch. And that bitch is very gender neutral here. But. So, yeah. So at the end of the day, like, when we say buy your shorty some flowers, we mean, like, show the person in your life that you are romantically involved with that you give a fuck. And show them that you give a fuck in a way that they understand that you give a fuck. Whether it's like a nigga want a home-cooked meal. Whether it's a nigga want a pack of white teas. Whether a shorty wants some flowers. Whether whoever, whatever, bro. Show your partner that you care about them in a way that they can understand. Like, make their life easier in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Life been whipping our ass for way too long for me to go home and my life to be harder. Let me tell you something. I'm not arguing with you over my I'm not. And I have learned, and I actually learned this from you. You have to be significant to my solitude. I can't pick in solitude over being with you. You and solitude have to be synonymous. And you have to understand what solitude looks like for me the same way I understand what solitude looks like for you. My, for instance, my man does not watch TV, not a lot of it. He'll cut on CNN. <laughs> He really is. <laughs> your old head. I he an for real. He is okay, I, I don't know anyone under the age of bleep that watch CNN for like recreational purposes. It ain't recreational because we'll do. It's what? It's not what? <laughs> you know what? Go to hell. I definitely, I definitely fucked that up. <laughs> Y'all hear that edible kicking in, don't you? <laughs> Baby. It is not for recreational purposes. It's to stay informed. And he only does about 30 minutes at a time because then they start becoming competitive, blah, 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 right? But, like, we do a lot of talking. We do a lot of music. We do a lot of outside activities. Like, we don't spend a lot of time. When we're in the house, we're typically on our way to bed. Like, but we do a lot with each other. But And it honestly isn't centered around just watching a movie and kicking. We watch a movie to wind down. But, like, it's not, it's not, that's not our thing. Our center focus on each other. Um, but his solitude, he likes it very quiet. <laughs> and you, on the other hand. I am very loud. And I'm, I'm a loud person by nature. I wake up loud, which I know annoys about 90% of people around. But I wake up with energy. I wake up vibrant. I wake up, up. Like when my feet touch the ground and I wash my face and I brush my teeth and I get done praising God. I literally am up. Like once I'm up, I'm up. And that hasn't changed in 30 years. I don't think it's going to change for the foreseeable future. But my boyfriend had to tell me, he was just like, baby, you are very loud. And I had to tell him you are very quiet. So we had to find our happy medium. So sometimes he let me blast my music and come in the kitchen while I'm cooking or doing whatever and be in the zone with me. But when he needs a quiet moment, I respect that. So honoring your partner is showing up on their terms. You you got to get him some noise canceling headphones. Baby, he bought like yeah, I bought him some. He doesn't like the AirPods because that's too noise canceling. So we got him some Bose, and he <laughs> enjoys those. But um, when he needs it quiet, and I don't, I pop my headphones. Like, because when it's too quiet, I start picking with shit. <laughs> so I be mean, and I got ADHD terribly bad. So I need a part of my brain to be distracted so I can focus. It makes sense to those who make sense to, <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
it's just one of those things where finding a happy medium and a balance with your partner is a love. And I enjoy pleasing my partner in their lane. So, and that's, that's not a task. And I think that a lot of it about buying your bitch some flowers has to do with the fact that y'all don't be showing up to people in the way that looks like love to them. So you make it feel like being in a relationship is a chore when it should be one of the most fulfilling experiences of our life. Love is such a gift. Love, you should be, I would, I'm not going to lie. I feel the most at home when I'm in love. When I am able to give my love to someone, I, it, it's a feeling I wish everybody could experience for real. For real. Being in love is some soul, like, it is satisfying to be in love with somebody. It is satisfying to be able to give to somebody and cater to somebody and love on somebody. And if you are not being fulfilled by loving somebody, you're doing it wrong. Because being in love is some satisfying shit. I love being. And now that I'm in love, oh my God. (laughs) 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 That's nasty. I'll put it to y'all like this. I'm in, I have thoroughly enjoyed loving my brother. I have. And it has been very private. Listen, I've had that nigga posted up like Wizard Kelly. Y'all will meet that nigga at the wedding. Um, and what's crazy is that even my siblings have been very, um, even my siblings have been very like, who is this? And I've been very hush-hush with them. So, and it's not that he's a secret. It's just I've really enjoyed just being private. I have enjoyed the privacy and security of knowing that he only exists in my world. I really, I really, really enjoy and at the end of September, we will be in Jamaica and then Cabo for, um, shout out to Tanea. We're going to Cabo for her 30th and I get to celebrate my people and, and give them love and their love languages as well and turn the fuck up. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Baby, can I brag for a second? I'm about to pop my shit for just a minute, y'all. Hold on. Before you, before you pop, before you pop your shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, just understand that, uh. We we appreciate we you know what I'm saying we appreciate everything appreciate everybody I just you know what I'm saying like just want to continue to pop you know now you can pop your shit a little more you know what I'm saying thoroughly. So I'm gonna be honest. I have absolutely positively enjoyed this time period of my fucking life. I am having the time of my life. And as much as I love and appreciate the relationship that I'm in, if this nigga decided to leave me tomorrow, I would be hurt, but I would be okay. And because I'm at the point in my life that disappointment doesn't devastate me in the way that it did in the past, because I'm not going to lie, a year ago, I was in a relationship with a man that I thought I was really going to like be with. He was my first relationship, my first real relationship after my divorce. So I really thought that that was going to mark meticulate and and mature into something a little deeper than what it was and the devastation and the disappointment from that relationship I didn't think I was going to be here again I had doubts about this you know what I mean and the fact that I don't the fact that things are showing up for me in a beautiful and a well-rounded way I have an amazing man and he is somebody that I feel obligated to honor and protect at all times in a way that I didn't always feel in my last situation just because of the way things were. 
I don't have to be anything but Alex. I don't have to show up and be anything but who I am. And there are good days and there are bad days and there are terrible, terrible. There, he has seen me in some shit, y'all. It has not wavered from the man that he promised himself to be. And I'm pretty sure, Calvin, you being somebody who knows me a little bit more intimately, you can agree that you can tell that somebody cares about me. You can tell that I've got somebody in my life who has my back. And your girl is in a really good space in her career. I'm in a good space with with my, you know, my family. Family gonna be family, dog. Family gonna family his ass off every single time. But even those boundaries are healthy. And I'm starting to see some reciprocity and some respect on fronts that I didn't think I would ever get to. My relationships with my friends is the healthiest it's ever been. We have to get some squares about the circle. But I'm so proud of who I am right now and what I've been able to do. And a bitch deserves. <laughs> I fucking deserve. And honestly, Calvin, on wax, and, and I know we haven't had this conversation but in, on wax and in front of everybody I just want to thank you for being somebody in my life that was not we went through our shit obviously but I appreciate the fact that we really will fight for each other. and we did that and we have come out on the other side better people not only just within ourselves but to each other and I love you love you too mamas um, <laughs> love you too miss mamas <laughs> yeah like you know what I'm saying so like yeah. I ain't gonna get into. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you are continuing to fight through to be the person that you feel like you need to be in order to get the things that you need to get. Baby, and so I, I was in this motherfucking world fighting demons like Boosie trying to fight being being gay. When little Boosie gonna come out as gay on his deathbed or tomorrow? Uh, neither. Um, I I don't think he. I don't think he's gay. I think he's gay as fuck. I think he just seen some shit that traumatized the fuck out of him. I think I either I think I think either somebody tried him in jail or he walked in on some shit in jail. It's, it's something related to his jail experience, but you know what I mean. I, that's I, my opinion. But I've never met a homophobe that was not gay. I've never met a homophobe that was not gay. I've, met, I've gay. met a I've met a couple. These niggas gay, Yana. These niggas be gay. Calvin, they are gay. And ain't nothing wrong with being gay. What's wrong with being gay is that you're gay and you don't want to tell nobody you're gay. So everything, all the gay shit is offensive to you. Because things that don't bother me don't exist. Things that bother me don't exist. I literally remove them from my world. I, listen, I, I, I do agree that there is something that happened to, to him that has made him extra sensitive to any fit bro he get he get gay alerts i feel like he, he that we don't you know what i'm saying but i'm like damn like i need to know this is happening how you know or or now nah, someone said that someone said little not x's own mama don't care about him as much as boozy do <laughs> like it's just you know what i'm saying like and honestly i think media and i use that loosely considering it's the breakfast club but like you under at a certain point you understand who people are and you, and you don't ask them and you don't ask them questions. You don't give them the space to make these type of comments anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know how off base you got to be with Charlemagne, the God sounds reasonable in comparison. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he has a lot of skeletons a lot in his closet and a lot of problematic shit in his docket. But when he's talking to you, he sounds reasonable. You know how crazy that is? Like that's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to spend too much time on it because I don't again, to be honest, I don't give a fuck. I feel bad for the people that he's continuing to offend and continuing to miss, you know what I'm saying, misquote and and all of that stuff. But I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what little little boozy gotta say because little boozy gonna be little boozy until the day little boozy die. At this point, boozy need to just worry about his kids and his kidneys. That's all he need to worry about. Shut up, because I think it was definitely throwing pool parties during the pandemic. Never mind, we ain't gonna go there. Anyway, we won't. We won't. Anyway, so moving quite along, Calvin, would you like to explain this word? Yes, 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 I will. Um. You may be mad at me for this take. I'm getting ready to cuss you out. But here we go. And I, so. Last weekend, Nike threw a track event called the Prefontaine Classic, named after Steve Prefontaine, I believe his name is, world-famous sprinter in Oregon. You know, pretty much was like one of the first sprinters to like break the four-minute mile, like OG, OG, triple OG status, right? coming off the heels of the Olympics. They had the race at the same time every year, but obviously this time around is coming off the heels of the Olympics. Um, We all know that the Jamaicans took one, two, and three in in the women's 100-meter race. And uh, the fastest American woman uh, at at the trials, Shakari Richardson, um, was scheduled to make her competitive track return after uh, serving her suspension for, you know, smoking weed. And Nike put the marketing dollars behind Shorty. She had the campaign going on. She had the Donda commercial, the Beast commercial, like, and like, and Shikari was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, talking her shit. You know what I'm saying? Having a little TikTok, like, I took a little break, but I'm back, bitches, like, all that. So, like, she, Shikari was out here, like, we know that's what Shikari does, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that to be funny. Like, she, part of a reason that she Captured the attention of a lot of people, especially a lot of people don't really pay attention to track, was because she talked her shit and backed it up. Am I wrong? Right. Okay. So we get to this race. And so they put Shikari in the middle lane, lane number five. So, like, in the in smack dab in the middle. And you know, the 100 meter race is a very short race. The entire race could fit on, on remember Vine? The entire race could fit in the Vine. I used to run the 100 meters, so I understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so they, so they, they start the race, and to make a long story somewhat less long, our girl Shikari got smoked, like dead last, and not it wasn't it wasn't close. Um, Elaine, I, I forget I forget Shorty full name, but Elaine ran a 10.54. So that so for in context, that's the second fastest hundred meter time in the history of the women's hundred. Only person who ran faster was uh, Flojo, uh, you know, in in nineteen eighty. So we're talking blazing fast. Shikari ran an eleven point one four. So for those who are not understanding in track, that point six like. Almost like a half a second, a half a full second. That's a that's a huge gap. 
right? And you can see it well, in the okay, race. Okay, so in runner's context, a second is a gap. It's a huge gap. Yeah. And so you can see, and and again, you can use your eyes like, like it was it was kind of tight at the in the, in the, in the beginning, and then like it, Shikari had a gap to the like the second slowest person in the race. Again, not saying that to throw shade on Shorty, it is what it is. So, so after the race happened, she was obviously the talk of the timeline for the next twenty four hours. Um, you know what I'm saying? People, 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 you know, uh, just coming to her defense, people making jokes. Um, she did an interview where she, she first like stood on the L and then Ben said like, I know y'all motherfuckers going to talk shit. I'm still the sixth fastest woman in the world. Whoopty, whoopty, whoop. Um, the Jamaicans were all shady because they're like, in their heads, like, why are you asking us about the girl who finished last? You, the girl, you should be asking the girl who finished last about us. And, and also, the Jamaican-United States sprint rivalry has been a thing for a while. And the Jamaicans are really, like, they, they, they kind of whooping our ass in, in, in all of the track and field events. And, and, to, and to Jamaica, track and field is their football. They don't, ha- they don't have... You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of football or basketball. Track and field is their sport. There's a reason that Usain Bolt is like a demigod over there. He would be a big star if he was American, but because he, he was Jamaican and he ran track and field and he dominated for 10 years, he's a demigod over there. So, and you see, and, and, I'm, and, here's, my, and here's my opinion on it, and then I'll let you go, and then we'll go from there. A couple things. One, I do believe this will end up being a good thing for her. Her her losing in this manner on her first race back. Because she's still young. Like I found out Shikari 20. Like I didn't I thought she was a little older because I was, you know, assuming she had like graduated college and, and then got professional, but she like 20. So like she has at least two more Olympics in her. And like when Paris comes to twenty twenty four, she'll probably be a a a, a fa- you know a favorite to to medal, do all of that stuff as well. Um, I don't think she needed to be humble. She needed to be faster. I think the the the, the shit talking and 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 the, the fight selling, like for those who who know boxing, like you got to sell the fight. She sold the the event. She sold the meat. The meat was a non-Olympic event that's happening a Saturday afternoon and was the talk of the entire, like, culture. You know what I'm saying? So she sells the fights. And so when she said people come to see her, she's not wrong. So she wasn't wrong for saying, you bitches is looking for me. Here I go. She wasn't wrong for coming in last and still popping her shit. She wasn't wrong for showing up to the race at all. You know what I'm saying? No, no, she wasn't wrong for showing up. I and think she- that... She I wasn't think- wrong for my bad. I'm, I don't let you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Frank. She wasn't wrong for showing up. You know what I'm saying? They invited her, and also there's a bag, there's a bag involved. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't wrong for that. I think again, like she, she. In my opinion, I'm not. She don't. She need to be humble. She, she need to be humble. She need to be faster. You feel what I'm saying? Like she just she got smoked. And I guess my thing is, you can tell, you can tell the people. Who just who are watching, who aren't real sports fans, they just watch it for her in the commentary after the race. 
if that makes so, sense. I agree with that. Um, so there are a couple fuckies on this pit stop, right? I do not appreciate the way that it feels like motherfuckers wait for her to finish. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not the kind of person that sees a black woman who didn't do her, as best as she thought she Actually, no, I think she did her best. Her best. I think that because who goes on that kind of platform, given the, the history and the past, given what she's had to come through, overcome, and, and walk through on a very public and almost, you know what I'm saying, humbling way, and not show up to be able to compete at her best. I don't think that that was her objective at all. What I really, really had an issue with was niggas who were, feel like they were almost waiting for her to fail. Like, yeah, bitch, you should have been smoking weed, or yeah, da 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 da. Like, everybody had a lot to say. So when she showed up, it was just like, all right, you still popping that shit? And she's like, well, absolutely. At the end of the day, she was competing with um, the world's great. Not your fucking cousin that wants to do a foot race down fucking fine shit. She was competing with the world's greatest at 20 years old. She has competed and, and trained for this moment her entire life. So even if she would have placed first place, it would it have been a it's still a monumental accomplishment. Shikari's still harder than a lot of you niggas. Shikari's records are still better than some of the men that are competing on the same event. You know what I'm saying? So give put some respect on my bitch name, first of all. Second of all, we're not going to have the Shikari conversation without also talking about how men who see powerful black women showing up in powerful ways that may not have performed. No, I think she performed her best. I think that the results of the performance that she, she just got outbeat. And sometimes that happened. Sometimes Shorty that happened. got smoked. Shorty got smoked. And the fact that she said, Yeah, I got smoked, it won't be the last it'll be the last time though. Hell yeah, bitch. First of all, hard times can't humble me. And I felt that. She said, yeah, I went through some shit this year. Let's keep it a, uh, keep it a buck. Yes. Let's, let's understand, yes, Shikari smoked weed. Why did she smoke? Her mother died and she found out five minutes before her ass was supposed to hit the track. Let's keep it in pers- to perspective. We're still talking about a young lady who is grieving, who probably is so busy training and trying to be the best that she can be that she's not even taking enough time to process what the fuck is actually going on because she's not. Let's be real. We're not talking about somebody with shit just, you know what I'm saying, a normal day on, on, at the office. She's going through tragedy. Tragedy. And on top of that, having to train on a world, to compete on a world stage against athletes that ain't got shit else better to do than being the motherfucking gym. Our girl did the best that she can do. She did the best that she could do given the circumstances and the hand that was played to her. And you know what? Even if her mom didn't die, I'm still proud of her. Because she's a black woman who showed up. The second piece that I have to that is y'all spent so much time booing Shikari that we did not congratulate the other black women that showed up and showed the fuck out. And that's the other part about it. And maybe I just paid a little bit more attention to the loud majority because I felt the need to have to defend Shikari. But like, my nigga, the fastest woman in the world is a black woman. Put all the diaspora wars aside. Black women are still in the motherfucking league. One just happens to have a different flag, represents a different flag than I do. But you're still a black woman. I'm still going to be loud and proud for you. And let's not lose focus on the fact that black women are competing with the best of the best and excelling. Like, point blank, period. 
black women are still the best and the fastest in the in the most represent and representing their asses off on a global scale on a global stage. Put some respect on her name. Shakari ain't gonna get it this year. Shakari didn't get it this year. It's all right, baby. Gabby Douglas didn't get it every year. Naomi Osaka didn't get it every year. You know what I'm saying? So, so here, here's where I'm at. I look at this a little differently than I look at, you know what, we'll uh, table that fuck. Right. You could tell <laughs> who just started coming around, like, sports Twitter with their reactions. Like, man, this is, a, this is the worst I've ever seen an athlete get it. Listen, as someone who roots, as someone who is a LeBron James fan. LeBron James be catching hell. And Skip oh. Bayless coming across a little game, too. <laughs> Why is that nigga's name always in your mouth? And I don't even watch sports, but every time Skip Bayless comes across my timeline, he got LeBron James' name all in his mouth. Listen, LeBron James will catch hell for losing a random game in January. And be like, hey, this could be, you know what I'm saying? So I think, so that was part of my thing. It was like, hey, like, I ain't gonna hold you. A lot of the uh, chalk felt a little performance trophy-ish, like consolation prize-ish. Because I'm like, hey, look. I could. I was rooting for Shikari. She got smoked. That's okay. And and, and, and and it's the nature of the beast that if you get smoked, you get jokes, bro. Like you get jokes for the day. Like you, you. It, that's just the nature of the, the animal. Like you know what I'm saying. Like when in in the NBA playoffs, uh, Ben Simmons had a terrible NBA playoffs. He got jokes on jokes. On jokes, on jokes. Uh, like I can list off all of these examples, but I think you understand the point. It's like, listen, me or anybody else being like, "Nah, sure, you got smoke." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and kind of and, and 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 having jokes about it is not this is not comparable to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? When when people were questioning Simone Miles' like decision to withdraw because of her mental health, that, to me. I don't see the same level of comparison because it's like, nah, shorty ran, and if shorty ran, and shorty won, like, hey, niggas would have tipped their niggas would have tipped their hat, like, but shorty ran and got smoked. It's okay, so it's okay, and it's okay for people to recognize that she got smoked, especially because she got smoked by other black women. Not like we rooting for Karens out here against Shikari. No, she every woman in that race was a black woman who was fast as shit. She got smoked by the fastest. It's okay, and secondly, I don't like the narrative of. Well, she's still faster than you. Of course not, because I'm not a fucking world athlete sprinter. Does that mean I can't? Does that mean I? If if, if that means I can't comment on shit, then that means we can't comment on a lot of shit that we comment on. Well, I think that we should also keep it cute, right? Because nobody. How how do I say this? And I'm trying to find my. You know, and good and damn well that you don't have the skills nor the capacity to compete under the pressure and compete in the way that. So yes. She gonna get these jokes, right? And I expected that. I wholeheartedly, the moment that I saw that she came in dead last, I said, like, "Okay." Like I pray, I but naked last, bro. But naked last, and I pray to sweet baby Jesus that. And literally, the prayer that I prayed was, "I hope she's surrounded by people who are just going to the the loud majority, not the loud negative hating ass minority." Because sis, you was gonna catch these jokes. But I hope you understand that the jokes that you caught were the loud minority and not the majority of the people. Because the majority of the people do support and do love and can't wait to see her come back and be. 
I it, so, and, and I guess my final it, that, 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 she's gonna catch that, but in my that don't that's not a mutually exclusive for me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not like I can I could be like, damn shorty, you got smoked and still root for you to not get smoked in your next race. You feel what I'm saying? Like I can be like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? Like and you know, first race back, you know, there's some if she had like maybe got last but it wasn't like a gap, people first race back. The, the the Jamaicans are all still in like Olympic shape. You know what I'm saying? Shorty trying to get get her win back. Like, there's reasonable excuses or reasons why she finished last. But you know what I'm saying? I can root for you and be like, I was root for her to go in because you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to shout out to Dallas, Texas. Shout out to you know what I'm saying? She got smoke. It comes jokes. But guess what? She entered our race next month. Let's go, Shorty. Come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, excited to see her come back. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing because I know she doesn't need to be humble, I, and I'm not saying that she needs to be humble. But this, I do feel like this was a humbling experience for her, and I do feel like everybody needs. You know, sometimes we joke and say like, like you know, what I'm saying everybody need a heartbreak. Everybody need, you know, what I'm saying everybody need to get curved a little bit to just. I do feel like a. People need that humbling experience, especially as like athletes, to understand that you may not, you're not gonna always get there off of talent alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I think it's a good thing for it. And, and like, she's she, again, she's still young. It's just part of the 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 narrative. It was like we not about to honestly, we not about to baby shorty babies nobody just because we like her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it, it, but at the same time, narrative how language matters to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be like, damn, she did get smoked, but that's still my girl, and I'm still rooting for her. Some niggas were actual hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, some motherfuckers were actually extreme. And, and, ben, and also, like, I, guess, I guess I have a different philosophy because I understand how this, how this manifests in other sports, too. So I'm not surprised by it, maybe. I'm not saying that you are, but like, I understand, like, you're going to have some people who just not going to fuck with you off the of strength. Like, whether you're Floyd Mayweather, LeBron James, Kobe, rest in peace to Kobe, whoever you are, there's certain people, when you're that level of, like, celebrity, and, like, it's a testament to her star power that she's gotten to that level of celebrity at, at 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have some people who just hate what's popular because it's popular. And, yes, I can understand, but there's also another segment who just hate her for being a loud black woman talking to shit. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Right. But but like you have a certain segment who just gonna hate you because you're popular because they feel like they can't be cool unless they hate the shit that everybody else like. You feel what I'm saying? So like I don't look at that. I don't pay that super a lot of mind because you could tell certain niggas just get off on being contrarian. Like their entire personality is I not liking that. other. Their entire personality is not liking shit everybody else like. You know what I'm saying? I don't really pay that no mind because I'm like you just you just. You you don't even know you don't even know your opinion until you understand what everyone else's opinion is. You just go against it. You know what I'm saying? Like you corny, go on there. But like we not about to, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's like, look, Shorty, Shorty took an L, a humbling L. And like I even like what she said today, like right before we got on. Right. She was like, oh, only way from knife is up. I'm like, okay, cool. I fuck with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you you kinda you I I appreciate all people who kind of take the joke and like turn it against, you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? You take what people are making fun of you of, and then you kind of flip it, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I, I see it." Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, only I only got I have to improve, right? I think I came in last. So you only way of improving, like I fuck with that because it's like 
you understand your craft, but you understand that at, at, at the end of the day, like, this shit ain't, it's not, it's not as serious as some other things in our life. You know what I mean? Like, even though we, we have passion for track and field, we have passion for hoops, we have passion for, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas will arrange their schedules to make sure they support these events. It, at the end of the day, like, you understand this isn't the biggest, this isn't the biz- biggest hurdle, no pun intended, that you face <laughs> this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and even her star power has risen even through the bullshit. I don't know any other track, a uh, women's track athlete getting beefed by Drake commercials and Nike commercials and was used in the Kanye West uh, album promo that we still haven't got yet. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her for everything that she got going. And understand that, like, this is this was one race that you got smoked in. But we we all believe that this ain't going to be your legacy. You know what at I mean? All, at all. And I, that's honestly the point I was trying to make. This one race does not define her entire career. Usain Bolt has lost the race. Allison Felix has lost the race. Venus and Serena have lost that. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's literally... And, and there's every, very few people every, who are undefeated. Right. Every great athlete has Besides known, Floyd has lost who, something. Knows exactly what it feels like to lose. That doesn't make you a loser. It means that you're learning how to take the wins and losses with the same brain thought, which will tell you literally every athlete in life. Yeah, they, they, um, they always tell athletes whether you're a cornerback like have a short memory like if you if you get a touchdown have a short memory because you may get burned on the next play if you got burned on the next play have a short memory because you may get a pick like it's just the 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 best play you can make is the next play exactly all right listen y'all mamas really be sitting at the house praying for your (laughs) and you niggas are walking across fucking military listen very hard. Like, you niggas are walking across milk crates like we got universal health care. Baby, y'all are walking across milk crates like America's going to pay for that. Like, like you are walking across milk crates like we have open hospital beds. <laughs> All right. And I you know where it started? Why. You know where it started? And, and we ain't going to go too far deep because, again, we Cincinnati niggas. We don't mind Cincinnati businesses. The first video I saw that shit started in Cleveland. I'm we have Cleveland. Lie. We have Cleveland to thank for the milk crate challenge. I'm not gonna lie. I really, in my heart to heart, feel like I would clear that hoe. <laughs> Good I'm for you, sis. Lie. Good for I'm you. Not I gonna lie. no. I feel like I could absolutely clear that hoe. No, listen. Good for you, sis. I know for one thing for certain. I will not be attempting the milk crate challenge because at this point in my life, I am definitely afraid of injury. Oh, no, because baby, I got back issues. I'm not going to try it, but I know I could. <laughs> I am definitely afraid of injury because I know if I, if I turn the wrong way, land the wrong way, that shit going to hurt, hurt. And I'm going to need, like, surgery to fix it. I I'm ain't got that to do. I'm going to need a couple days. Listen, I, listen I, after a good workout, I'll be like, who shit? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Need a, need, you, you laugh too hard one night, you wake up and your ribs hurt. Like, nah, Maybe nigga. I what? am wounded after a night of drinking. I know for a fact I'm crazy to whoop my ass. I you know what I'm saying? But we have Cleveland. We have Cleveland, Ohio to thank for the milk crate challenge. Um, just add that to the list of add that right under Bone Thugs and Harmony, LeBron James. Um, add LeBron, the Pope the, Akron. So Akron. add that to the list of things that uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Add that to the list of things that Cleveland has is brought America. Also, no, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, is 
It's a the Pro Football Hall of Famers in Canton. But, but, you know, add that to the list of shit that Cleveland has provided for us. Um, yeah, but honestly and truly, like, I mean, and I, I, I didn't like the white people gentrifying it because white people, I saw the white people doing it. They were yeah, doing it let in me it. talk about that for a second. I do not want to see 12 trying to clear fucking crates. I, I would push, I would push 12. Fucking gym trying to clear fucking crates. Because first and foremost, that gym shit was way easier. You got spiders. You got a flat surface. You on a mat. You're not on grass. Listen, that's a perfect, that's a perfect pr- representation of white privilege. This is for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. Okay? It's for, I do at, not need to see that shit. As, as Kev on stage says, it's for black people anyway. This is for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. Um, be- one more thing I want to want to make sure we touch on before we get up through. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to all of my sex workers, all of my OnlyFans <laughs> guys and girls. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we supporting you and we ride it for you. And Man, I'm a- you better learn how to spread that asshole on Twitter. No, there's there's other platforms I heard. I saw I saw one of our former guests had a screenshot of the other platform that they, they can transform content to once on, once OnlyFans institutions ban. And so for those who aren't aware, for those who are wholesome, you know what I'm saying, who aren't on the depths of Twitter and don't understand what so OnlyFans was a, it's a it's it's like a pay per view site. So pretty much you have these and it, it it was really designed for non-sex stuff, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? But people who just it, it, it's it's similar to a Patreon, or or uh, where it's just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You want to support an individual creator to get access to some exclusive shit. Throw that creator a couple dollars, you get access to the exclusive shit. Whatever, whatever. Sex workers um, really took over the platform and kind of made it to where. OnlyFans is now, is now syn- synonymous with sex work, so they were able to to in order you know kind of monetize. I was one more month of unemployment getting ready to start OnlyFans. I ain't gonna hold you. God is good, won't he do it? Um, so like, OnlyFans was synonymous with sex work, and where sex workers could m- actually monetize their body. You know what I'm saying? Monetize people who wanted to have access to their body. And so, you know, there were stories of where, like, short, you know, we all know shorties making thousands upon thousands of dollars a month, you know what I'm saying, on, on the platform. Celebrities would come in to try to get that bag, too. Like, Bella Thorne made, like, a million dollars on OnlyFans in, like, the first week. You know what I'm saying? And so now, it would annou- OnlyFans announced that starting October 1st, they were going to ban, like, Lewd content, lewd, and basically shut down the sex work part of OnlyFans. And so a lot of people asked why. Because they remember Tumblr. They remember when Tumblr did it, Tumblr died pretty much, right? And again, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, OnlyFans shut down sex work. It's like McDonald's shutting down the Big Mac. It's like, it's like Skyline shutting down Coney's. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that is, that is your, like the bread and butter of your site. So after a little research that I did and a little research that was put on the internet, the, the OnlyFans plays a part, but the, if you're mad about OnlyFans shutting down the sex work stuff, you need to really be mad at MasterCard and Visa. Okay. So MasterCard and Visa, obviously we know, not, they do more than just credit card, but they're generally between those two and PayPal, 
they're generally like 90 to 95% of all online like payment purchases go through them. So they're so they're like the banks. They they if you want to make a if you want to make a purchase online, you you got to go through them, right? All three of them absolutely ab- abhor and do not like porn. They don't like it. They not fucking with it. They're not a fan. They try to say that they're not a fan because it's they're not a fan of like sexual exploitation. Because if you remember Pornhub, another site that got demonetized was super terrible in like content management. Like you had un- people who are underage on there, revenge porn, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they were terrible as far as like getting that shit off the site. So MasterCard, Visa pulled their pulled like pulled support of accepting credit cards on the site. Like to this day, I saw a screenshot. Pornhub to this day still doesn't accept credit cards. I don't know how the fuck niggas are paying for shit, but they don't accept credit cards. They don't they, they can't. They don't have the support to. So as OnlyFans was trying to kind of go more like not corporate, was trying to expand and get bigger, Microsoft and Visa kind of really put pressure on them. It's like if you don't stop if you if you if you if you continue to allow like sex workers to do their shit on your platform, we will pull financial support from your peg, and people won't be able to pay with credit cards. So OnlyFans was really in a bind. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, if, if I have the sex work stuff on there, people aren't gonna be able to pay for it anyway because we're taking away support for credit cards. So that was part of the reason. Or that. And as a man, I'll say this. I see a lot of niggas, a lot of niggas, like cheering for this. The Kevin, the Kevin Samuels of the world. Talk about, ooh, y'all gotta get real jobs now. Ooh, y'all gotta go out there. Let me let me let me let me finish because we're we're on the same page, I'm pretty sure. But sometimes, you know, a certain shit need to be come from you. This probably need to come from me, right? But, you know what? You got the four kings. You know what I'm saying? The Kevin Sanders like y'all, y'all need, now y'all need to get real jobs. First and foremost, it's ironic as fuck seeing niggas who stream on Twitch telling other people they need to get real jobs. But never mind. But also, you do understand that sex work is probably the one thing that is truly recession proof. It is truly recession proof, economy proof, money proof. Since the moment we was fucking, people were paying and bartering for the opportunity to fuck some. Prostitution is the oldest industry in the business. It ain't going nowhere. Not only do these sex workers have a lot of other options to be able to move over their content, it sucks that they have to do it, but it's not like OnlyFans was the only game in town. It was just the biggest game in town. So, like, for the people who are able to kind of receive that windfall, this is going to be a good look for them. But secondly, even if all of that shit shut down, we still got private Snapchats that y'all niggas are paying for. We still got regular, regular prostitution that y'all niggas are paying for. I know some women who are trapping through their cash app and Venmo and Zelle. So, like, I need, I need y'all to really take, like, that victory lap that y'all niggas are taking is very much premature. Because, at listen, for the most, for most of the OnlyFans girls I know, they some hustlers. And I, and one thing I ne- one thing I always learned: you never doubt a hustler. A hustler gonna hustle. 
Hustler can sell. Hustler can sell ice to a ice to a fucking igloo. Can sell salt to a snail. If men were making the kind of bag off OnlyFans that we we would hear a lot, and there is that is. Let me finish my thought. I'm not saying that there aren't niggas getting to a bag on OnlyFans because I know a couple niggas that have made a crazy bag off their OnlyFans. What I'm saying is that. It is something to be said about the fact that women are enjoying something or being successful about something in mass when it gets shut down or it gets altered or the game board gets changed. How many niggas are rooting for like that downfall or that, that the quote unquote consequence? Now women have to take a pivot in a profitable business that was making them a lot of money. There is something to be said about you niggas that celebrate when women are when women are What's the word? Because these aren't consequences. But when women have to change the game plan, or when something it's a setback, right? right. When women have a a minor setback or a major comeback, there are the that that group of niggas that quietly enjoy when women have to do that. Y'all are some motherfucking haters. And to be honest, it's because you don't like women. You like pussy, and I say this very often because there are men who do who cannot who do separate the human function and the human part of what women are. And away from what they can actually get from women for themselves, there are there is a subsect of niggas that really do enjoy the downfall of women because it makes them think that they have to depend on men in a way that they haven't had to do that. There is a subsect of men that we do on on a different day, not now, that we need to talk about that honestly don't like women. You like what you can get from women. You like what women can provide. And as long as women are doing things that um, enhance or or stroke your ego, or they're doing things for male gaze, then you are finding enjoyment from these kind of women. And to be honest with you, them are the worst kind of niggas to be around. I really truly feel like the women who think that their son is their king, and the men who really don't value the humanity of women, y'all should just band together and leave the rest of us alone. Because very listen, there's a and there's a subsector. Like you don't want a two gender of it. You know what I'm saying? But like. We know very the subsect of women who don't like niggas, they like dick, and they like money. And so... Yeah, and we call them... And honestly, that's loser energy for me, too. Because you know what I'm saying? Honestly, so, like, I think... I don't like women, my bad cow. Because if we gonna hold niggas accountable, let's do it full circle, right? Really? I don't like women who only date men for food or date, or date men for the attention that they provide and don't actually like them. It's giving low vibrational, it's giving loose pussy, it's given. It's very much dry, coochie, small dick energy. It's very much so. Like I like to be around people who actually like. Me. And to be honest with you, it's I don't know what fucking planet is in retrograde, but all my exes, and I know it's not fucking, but all my little exes or jump offs or little dip offs that I had in between relationships are starting to pop up. And let me tell you something. Unblocking a nigga is never worth it. Don't ever unblock that. Don't, don't. He ain't never got nothing new to say. A nigga that wants to be on blocking cash after fifteen hundred. Don't you do it, Kings? Listen. Cash after fifteen hundred. I would embarrass you if I told you who actually cashed that. Only for him to be back on the block list today. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, I'm listen. If first and foremost, and I, hold on, I told my man about it. I was just like, baby, guess what the fuck happened? Today? He was like, did he cash up? You guys like, yeah. So my nigga told me to send it back. So I did. I did send it back. My nigga did also double up with the fucking 
just to keep it in contact. But I was just like, and honestly, I said it being flipped. I was like, all right, well, if you want to be unblocked, I'm going to need this. I didn't think he was going to send it because it was absolutely absurd. And then when I told my nigga what the fuck happened, he was just like, okay, okay, please. Like, let's, let's, let's not play like that because if he starts to play like that, I'm going to have to start playing like that and you don't want me. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also, I just, there's certain shit, I tell you this all the time, there's certain shit I can't fathom doing because I actually got pride. <laughs> like, we talk about my pride gets me in trouble all the time, but my pride will not make me cash app somebody to unblock me. No, suck my dick. Fuck you. Matter of fact, matter of fact, there's eight times out of ten, I don't even know that I'm blocked. Because I don't care. I don't check. I, don't I had a shorty a- unfollow me today. And to be honest, I don't know shorty anywhere from outside of Twitter. And so it was just like, were you expecting me to send it? Because I don't. The only thing I ask is if you unfollow me. Block me too. <laughs> do, the, do at least a fourth unfollow you so I can unfollow you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do, do the, the block unblock combo. So that, like, yeah, do I the do block it. unblock combo so like I'm not following you either. Or like in Instagram, it gives you the option when you unfollow someone to remove them from your followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if 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 I've offended you to the point where you need to unfollow me, have the courtesy to make sure I'm not following you too. Cause if you if you don't want to see my shit, I don't want to see your shit. Fuck you. You know, have some goddamn coof. Child, Calvin, you want to end this on a positive note? <laughs> yes, have some goddamn coof. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Honestly, it's truly like. Actually, that is my positive note, but I'm going to dress it up and make it real. Have some coof. Oftentimes, we could wild out. But or we could do something that we really feel like we need to do, but it, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It's not gonna help you in the long run. It's probably not even gonna help you in the short run. Have some coof, bro. Like honestly, that will save you from a lot of shit. If you just have some goddamn coof, you won't be out here looking bad. That's all. Just just understand that like you can want what you want. Just Go about it in a way that if anyone, you know what I'm saying, that, that it's like, okay, I can respect it. You're not having, you know what I'm saying? You're not out here looking stupid. Don't look crazy. Don't look crazy on purpose. That's my positive note for today. Don't look crazy on purpose. And if you got to look crazy on purpose, at least make it work. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas, be, listen, y'all niggas, y'all I'm niggas be playing. Brother, listen, listen, if you're going to take it low, I'm taking it to hell. And I know sometimes I'll be willingly signed up, willingly signing up to look crazy as a motherfucker. But every once in a while, you gotta tell, you gotta show a motherfucker better than you can tell them. Y'all be playing you milk crate games with your life. Y'all be doing a whole bunch of high risk, uh, low reward ass shit. Y'all be doing a whole bunch of shit that if you fuck up, it's gonna hurt you. But if you actually succeed, what did you really gain from the shit? Like sometimes it just honestly feels good. It just honestly sometimes certain shit is not for it's not for any other reasons besides it just made me feel better. And every once in a while, being petty for the sake of being petty does feel good. And where you got to be honest with yourself about those sentiments, and because if you're not, you're not being real about the fact that sometimes going low is required to let a motherfucker know that you're not above going below. Hello. It's your boy C Diddy. It's your girl Ali Nicole. 
We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Me and my Glock went in the same, cause we both got extensions. And don't you try to give me your heart, cause I got bad intentions. I'm really a good girl at heart, I just make bad decisions. And I get way too much money to fuck on